Hello, my name is Wes Dawson, and welcome back to another episode of Gabagool and 8, and what a week for you to land on. This is one of our biggest episodes, one of our most supersized episodes to date. Of course, this is going to be my big fat Canadian life. We're going to be talking about body positivity, body negativity, and all the sick, twisted shit we can do with this big pile of flesh we got around our bones. Now look, before you climb up atop your high and very bloated horse, understand I'm not here to judge. Though I may inhabit a host body that has been described as nothing less than the second leading factor for early divorce, I'm not perfect. I put on my fair share of COVID weight like many other people. I'm hoping it does in fact turn out to all be a hoax and this way I can drop these pounds a little bit faster. So no, this week's episode is not about passing judgment. Hell, I'm carrying a slab of beef under my left fat fold right now to make some homemade jerky. Who am I to pass judgment? I'm not saying I'm the paragon of physical fitness anymore. I'm just saying I can touch my toes, I can get out of bed easily enough, and I cannot drink two liters of gravy in one sitting. So I'm in relatively good health standing. Now, in order to research for this week's episode, I've been watching nonstop TLC's My 600 Pound Life. And one thing I notice is that people are very hesitant to donate money for cancer research or to help the homeless. You know, I don't want to give my money to them. They're just going to steal it and give it all to their CEOs. But then some fat person on 600 Pound Life quits this free weight loss rehab program, starts a GoFundMe, and people are just bursting at the seams to throw money at them. Now, you're worried about giving some random CEO your money, but you have no issue giving it to somebody so they can clear out, you know, an eight-pound jug of Crisco every day. Like, come on. Like, I'm all for body positivity. I'm not saying that you have to look like a fucking chiseled god in order to be happy or acceptable in society, you know? But watch a bit of this 600-pound life. When you see how much these people are struggling, how much they're suffering, and the pain that they endure, you wouldn't be celebrating people's courage and bravery to eat 7,000 calories a day. Now, there's a fine line. Actually, no, not a fine line. There's a bloated, thick line between loving yourself, being positive, and toxic and unhealthy lifestyles that do nothing but harm you and those around you. You know, some people say, well, I'm an addict. It's just food is my drug of choice. You don't shame drug addicts the way that you do fat people. Uh, first off, I'm pretty sure society does shame drug addicts. And secondly, you're saying that as though it's not your fault. Like, just because you admit you have a problem, it doesn't mean you have no responsibility concerning that problem. You know, if, if my personal way of blowing off steam was walking around and fucking dead squirrels I find inside out, no one would congratulate me on the courage and bravery it took to admit my struggle. They'd say, hey... There goes that fucking weirdo, he keeps fucking them dead squirrels like he's fighting a Chinese finger trap. This idea that like a spoken narrative can undo a bad choice that you've made, it's much how like people, after they've been filmed doing something stupid or typically horribly racist online, they try to like talk their way out of recorded footage. And it, it's an interesting phenomenon and we'll explore it at a later date. Now, while researching for this week's episode, one thing that came about is how activewear has become so trendy and so widely available. You know, it's made in all sizes, regardless of the inherent irony. Now, wear what you want. I'm not judging people based on their fashion sense or what they have bursting out at the seams. Do whatever you want to do. I'm just kind of surprised and I don't get how this whole like hashtag camel toe proud movement began. Be proud, feel comfortable in the clothes that you're wearing and with yourself more importantly, but it's almost turned into like a pissing contest of who can upstage their rival's camel toe with like a moose knuckle instead. I, I just, I don't need to see your vag devouring your pants. And with regards to activewear, I never fully understood this idea of like, 
I need to have something I can wear from the gym to the coffee shop and to anywhere else that I'm running errands that fits into my busy lifestyle comfortably and fashionably. Huh? You fucking filthy pig! Who goes and sweats at the gym for an hour plus, you know, lets their skin-tight clothing absorb it all in, or wick it in, rather, and then wear those clothes out and about for the rest of the day? Take a shower and change, you goddamn animal! Alright, so for this week's hard facts... People are allowed to judge you. It may not be nice of them. They may be jerks. But this notion of, I have a right to wear what I want and not be judged. Well, I suppose one out of two ain't bad. And for this week's expert panel member, I'm going to call upon myself. Now, before I got into professional wrestling, I underwent an intensive training program in order to lose some excess wes, let's say. Now, I dropped about 80 pounds in order to be able to prepare myself for professional wrestling training. And though this success story is wonderful, it's great, hell, it makes for wonderful Instagram stories, uh, I am slowly eating away my success story uh, every passing day of this pandemic. Now, that being said, I think I'd like to highlight the keys to success. Obviously, that is a strict diet focused on high protein and a caloric deficit, lots of exercise, and of course, self-loathing. Now, if you like the taste of what you're eating, you're probably doing something wrong. If you look in the mirror and say, hey, look at that progress, you're making great, positive changes in your life, but you smack that smug look off your own damn face and you tell yourself, you get back to work, you fucking lazy pig. Hell, it worked for me. And finally, always keep in mind that the biggest aspect of success as a gym goer or a gym owner is, of course, leads. Those sweet, sweet leads. Alright, let's move on to good bad. A good body positivity. You gotta love yourself and you gotta love yourself in whatever form you are in. You're a good person, possibly, and you should celebrate that. The bad, using this as a blanket shield to ignore legitimate health concerns. A good body shaming athletes. Because yes, the idea that athletes can say, your body shaming me is the most fucking absurd thing I have ever heard in my life. A bad, body-shaming regular people. Like, regular people can do whatever the hell they want. Whereas if you're a paid athlete or you're supposed to be uh, representing an athlete, I don't think you can hide behind the whole body positivity thing. A good, making gains in the gym and swinging them heavy things around. A bad, having piss-poor form and your gains are actually just you obliterating your lower back. Alright, well, before we close off this week's episode, I'm going to touch on dumb shit people say who should be smarter. Okay, now keep in mind for this specific example, let's pretend this is circa uh, 2014, long before a certain audio file had been made available to the public. So in 2014, I had the honor uh, at the time of meeting Hulk Hogan. And the person behind me had uh, two very stupid questions to ask the man himself. Of course, the first question was, how did you get your arms so big? And his answer was, well, if you work out for 40 plus years, three hours a day, you tell me how big your arms look. Just kind of an obvious answer. And of course, his second question, I think maybe he was embarrassed to ask uh, the Hulkster himself due to the genius formation of his first question. The second comment rather was, I can't believe it. You know, this guy's charging over $120 for an autograph. The dude's a millionaire. And then I look over my broad shoulders and I say to him, why do you think he's a millionaire? So that is all the time we have for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Instead of touching on some upcoming subjects, I'm going to leave you with a few honest tips. 
Now, number one, when it comes to exercise, it's about diet. You will see much more progress through improving your diet than you ever will through lifting heavy things repeatedly. But it's a combination of the two. And keep regular. And I'm not talking about the brown stuff coming out the back hole. I'm talking keep regular in your workouts. You know, if your regular workout is an hour and a half, let's say, and you can only do 30 minutes, 45 minutes, then go do 30 minutes. Go do 20 minutes. Go do 10 minutes. You're better to do a part workout than to do nothing at all. And doing nothing at all becomes so addictive, you'll end up starting a podcast. And another thing for any new gym goers or anybody who are younger people or fat out of shape people who are trying to get into shape, don't compare yourself to others at the gym. You know, I find that's a folly a lot of young people make and it's like somebody's lifting more than you. Well, they may have been doing it for 20 years. Somebody's lifting less than you. Maybe they're injured and when their shoulder heals up, they're going to get back at you for all those snide comments you made. Your progress is your own. Don't focus on others. Focus on yourself. And for God's sake, don't sit on the fucking weight racks. Sit on a bench or go home. You're not there to socialize. You're there to work out. My name is Wes Dawson. This has been Gabagool Nate. Please listen, like, share, and subscribe. And I'll see you next week.